0: Hi, Carla.
1: <laughs> I thought I was the only one here today.
0: Nope.
1: I thought maybe I got a, a mix-up or something. That So far. <laughs> well, that's good. We'll just wait for Jennifer and see what
0: happens. No, Jennifer has a secret. Has a community call. That's why this, she has a sacred, she moved her sacred circle time to now. So this is a community call.
1: Is it the community call today?
0: Yeah.
1: Our community call.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Sorry. Did you did you look at the link, or did you just click on it and didn't look?
1: I didn't look because I just did the. Um, uh, I just did the the Zoom number, so I I didn't actually check the
0: email this morning. Did, did what? A, a Zoom or oh, a number? Um, check the Zoom. I
1: click click the Zoom icon, and um, and then just put the number in. Oh. Yeah. So I I do it. I just find it a bit faster if I do it that way. So I haven't checked my emails this morning.
0: Hi, Rich.
2: Hello. Hello.
0: Here are some people now. Linda did say she won't be here. She used to take her mother to the doctor, so.
1: Hi, everybody.
3: Hello. Hi, everyone. Is this, is this a community
0: call or a class? Call Community call. Thank you. We can pray in. Somebody wants to pray in.
3: I'll pray in, Carla.
0: Thank you. I'm myself. You.
3: We place our hands on our hearts. We take this breath of love and gratitude. We are so grateful for the love of God and for the truth that dwells within us. The Christ that dwells within us we are so grateful and thankful for opening our hearts more and more to the deeper truth and we are so grateful and thankful to be doing this together we're so thankful and grateful for jennifer and all the varied ways that people can come to the truth and the love within themselves we are grateful for our being in Masterful Living and in this community that is so supportive and loving. We are grateful that our dear friends could come together and uh, support each other in Jennifer and Linda visiting with Angela and her new little family and being with Richard and Karen. And we just see that community in the different ways we can come together loving more deeply and, com- and getting to know each other more deeply in these kinds of interactions. So, we are grateful for this example and model of love. We're so grateful and thankful to know with all certainty and all surety that as we see love and harmony and unity and we meet, all the blocks to love with compassion, that conflict and negativity and fear will certainly disappear and resolve. And we are so grateful to know that in our growing, in our opening to spiritual love and light, that this is the truth. So we claim our I am presence at this time. We bless this call. We open our hearts to each other with love, we slow ourselves down, we, we come to that place of depth, and we open our hearts to each other, and we step up into our highest and best. We share the benefits now with each other and with everyone, because it is our heart's desire to be one with everyone. In grace and gratitude, we know that it is done. And we gently
1: let it be. Amen. Thank you, Robin. Such a beautiful prayer.
0: Amen. You're doing quite a prayer. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Robin.
3: Well, Rich, can you just share the the a little bit about, you don't have to, but could you share just a little bit about the visit or okay. if, you, and, uh, if it feels okay?
4: And yeah, I can do a little bit. And Karen is around here, so she'll be on in a minute. And I might also point out that Lawrence was with us. Uh.
3: Oh, my gosh, Lawrence. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah.
4: Oh. So we... Um, yeah, we had a uh, after they got here on whatever day that was, the first day, uh, I guess it was Monday. Uh, uh, we had kind of a, kind of a nice group uh, uh, get together. Was kind we kiddingly said it was the first one of Jennifer's miracle circle. So uh, Jennifer and and uh, and Lawrence came up from Boston, and we had. Uh, uh, Two of our neighbors who are very interested in the course in miracles, they came over, and the midwife that delivered Angela's or that was involved with Angela's birth came down from Boston because she's very interested in the course in miracles, and um, and Linda, of course, and seems like there's somebody else. Oh, and Megan. Megan is a is a ML. Two or three person uh, that joined us, so we had quite a quite a nice group. Uh, just that had lunch, and people just kind of shared the, uh, about their history with Course in Miracles and uh, how they got involved. And and uh, some of the people that had less experience had lots of questions, and uh, Jennifer answered. And it was really a, a I think a nice a nice afternoon. Lawrence can pitch in his perception. <laughs>
2: uh yes it was it was, uh, it was a beautiful experience I, I have to say i am uh you know, 'm speaking as someone who is who has been uh, socially isolated for a number of years now and i my first venture out into uh, into the world uh, in, in a long time, uh, and, uh, it was just a, an amazing, an amazing experience of, of feeling uh, completely welcome and, and going into a, into a loving and safe environment. Um, I felt at home.
4: Mm. Well, I was sure grateful, Lawrence, that you made your way up. I wanted to meet you in person. We've been prayer partners and been together for years. And it's just gratifying to really be able to put, wrap your, literally and figuratively wrap your arms around uh, somebody you haven't seen. I had never met Linda in person before, so that was also very enjoyable to do. I think Karen is on the telephone now. Uh, She was out uh, doing something. So I don't know if she wants to chime in or she can, if she likes. Um, Then the rest of the time, uh, you know, uh, Angela, uh, I mean, uh, Jennifer and Linda visited Angela a couple of times. Linda, I think, spent a fair amount of time over there with her, helping her with some, in addition to spiritual talk, helping her with some household things. Which was nice, and uh, we all went out and had uh, the four of us went and had a beautiful uh, lunch on Tuesday over at a restaurant I like right up on the Narragansett seashore and that was and it was very touching. Linda came around. She said, "What's that body of water?" I said, "That's the Atlantic Ocean." She said, "That's the first time I've ever seen the Atlantic Ocean." You know, she was she was very excited to see the Atlantic Ocean, and. Uh, so anyhow, it was a real nice visit. They they did the work. Uh, Jennifer had one on, some one-on-ones and and some classes. And Linda was working. So it was a, just a nice, uh, a really nice visit. Yeah, I was blessed and and felt very grateful.
3: Thank you so much. It sounds really mm, lovely. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I could relate to Linda because of being excited about the Atlantic Ocean. Of course, I've grown up, it's about two hours away from where I live in Richmond, but when I visited my son in California, and he took me to, me and my husband, or my husband and I to the Pacific Ocean. I mean, I was like a little giddy kid, and we took off our shoes and we rolled off our pant legs. The water was ice cold, but it was just like, we were just so like honored or something like we had come and we could put our feet in the Pacific Ocean. So I, I just couldn't could relate to her excitement so. Yeah. And it gave me new eyes for appreciating that ocean that is cl- that's close by or close enough that I've grown up knowing it and being able to see the ocean so.
4: And we, we had beautiful weather here all the time they were here. So we got to enjoy watching the geese and the birds and the squirrels and everything out our window here on the lake. So uh, that was also nice.
3: It sounds like uh, just this lovely resort, <laughs> your home, you know,
4: with the lake
3: and um, just all that. So beautiful.
4: Yeah. Well, we, we we have the vision that it will be a place where people can come and, and uh, be at one with nature and and everybody is welcome if any of you ever want to come visit us sit on the it's a it's a little bit more fun in the summer and spring summer than it is now in the winter but it's still beautiful here in the winter and and uh, come sit on the front porch with us and take a take a boat ride or lay around in a hammock or whatever you want to do so everybody's welcome
0: A long part of my life, I've lived on the east, near the east coast, in Pennsylvania and Virginia and stuff. And I noticed, um, oh, I got a phone call. I have to put a message. Okay. Um, I've noticed that. I noticed since I moved here to the to the northwest that I have a. I, I think I have a sense on where the ocean is, because now I get I get turned around all the time. Even though we're uh, two hours away from the ocean, and there I was like even further from the ocean, I think. But now I think I sense the ocean because I'm always going <laughs> the wrong way here. And I'm getting better at it. I've been here for a long time now, but. Yeah, I think the ocean is very, has a huge energy.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I also share that we had some interesting, and Lawrence heard this interesting discussion with our group that people at different places with the course, there were several people that, and you've heard this before from folks that knew the course, had picked it up and tried to read it and just put it down and said i can't do this it's too dense it's too i can't understand this Uh, one person said they've been looking for their spiritual path their whole life and this is a person that's close to my age and um, and we're very hungry to find a way to understand And we shared with them the importance of being in a group with other people can share their understanding and the importance or willingness, just to say, if you are in a group, to say, "I don't get this." You know, we got to stop here. I mean, if you're reading, which is what happens in groups a lot, you know, and people just read through it, don't understand it, and don't say anything, and then they just throw their hands up. So, and we talk a lot about the new miracle groups that Jennifer is starting and what the formats and you know would be for that, because people really need some help to, to begin to get a grasp of the course and understand it and feel comfortable with it. Hello, Rand.
0: You know, I always found that the manual for teachers and the lessons much easier to read than the text. Text was like, for me, when I first started reading the text, it was like, reading French and I didn't know what what, what any French. <laughs> right? And so it's very interesting. It's very interesting mm. how I've heard about it met multiple times and I finally started reading it about a month after I started reading it. And I think I started in the lessons but a month after I started reading it I broke my right wrist, and so i it was very really challenging for me to turn the pages, hold the book, and i my arms always always had to be propped up and stuff because it always hurt but um, it's very interesting because because of that, I stopped reading it and started listening to people talk about it because i Pro, very pr- possibly would not be in the same place that I am now because if I just read it and because I didn't understand it at all at the time my first time reading and how uh, it feels to me like Divine Providence or whatever that I just listened to Kenneth Wapnick and Gary Renard and And I don't think I listened to Jennifer then know about her then, but I just listened to people talk about it and it was so much easier for to hear listen to people who felt comfortable with the course. And it made me feel comfortable with it. And so I've never I'm not as intent in it, but I I've never stopped it. And I think that was really huge that I think I would have, so I can understand the people. Yeah. What, what did she say more about the, the groups? How she, how they're going to be laid out?
4: you mean the new miracle circles or yeah yeah Uh, yeah and 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 karen and i had a call also with anod i guess it's it's, uh i i I get his last name his first name and last name he's in ml3 i don't know if anybody knows him yeah yeah anyhow he's going to be managing that new program so we had we had a call with him too uh because karen and i want to be involved in that and um, yeah, so there was some discussion both from with him and then with Jennifer. I, I don't think they're going to start them until after the first year. I mean, he's still I think looking for people that are interested in facilitating uh, those. Um, and and there are some issues. There are some discussions about you know how that would work. Uh, you know whether you would read whether I mean he was sort of of the mind that you start from the beginning and read through. Jennifer wasn't not so much of that mind. She was a she threw out an idea and it was just a brainstorming, you know, of taking a passage from the course and then focusing on it for like a month, you know, and then reading the pieces that were relevant to it. And and she's of course is talking more about application, you know, not just reading it, but you know, how do you apply it? And that's her whole uh theme, so, um, so there was that, um, I I, threw out, I think it's interesting, um, one of the people in our little meeting that we had on Monday really didn't know anything about the Course in Miracles, and her partner was did kid, and her partner was interested, kind of, quote, dragged me along to see what it's about, and, you know, I think that for some people that just don't have any information, they need some sort of an introduction, this is how it happened, this is what it's about, this is what the source is. So we talked a little bit about um, maybe Jennifer doing something like that as kind of an introductory piece or in a radio show. It, it wouldn't even have to be in the group. It could be another Could be one of her free classes, you know, that then you could reference people to if they were starting out in the group, but they didn't know even what it was, you know, what's the history, what's the, how did it develop. So uh, And that's a, you know, that's a challenge because depending on how you explain it, I mean, this one woman said, um different, different person said, I'm I'm really comfortable with the channeling part. I know all about being channeled. I channeled stuff, so that doesn't put me off at all. <laughs> but she was, uh, she said, what about talking about Jesus? I, I don't really like talking about Jesus, you know? And uh, so you can see that different people would have different parts that might be a little challenging for them to integrate. So, anyhow, you that was another piece, some sort of introductory Kind of thing before we get started, per se. So, and then you know, Linda's been running her group, which has been, I think, real successful. I think Carly, you're in that group, and maybe some other people. So, uh, and she has the format of of setting out of saying, here's the here's the lesson, the part of the book to read prior to the class, and you don't have to read it, but if you do, and then the focus of the discussion is there. So that's another format. So. Yeah. But yeah there was a lot of we
0: discussed quite a bit. See what you said, <clears throat> kind of with Jennifer' sharing about it is actually what I was talking about what happened to me when I couldn't read the course. I just heard people talking about it and maybe say some passages and stuff, but that was really that I find that really <clears throat> less daunting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and couldn't isn't each facilitator able to choose their own format
4: well that'll be a decision i guess jennifer will have to make whether you want to she was saying they would have a credo they would do that but so i guess there would be flexibility but there may be certain kind of things that she would want I not know. I mean, you could you could have a couple of formats and then invite people into the group based on that. You, if you like the reading? Here's a group for that. If you like to, you know, talking about themes and sharing your own experiences, here's a group for that. But that might be down the road when we kind of get some more you know, know more about who's going to facilitate what their interests are. In. Well, in and-
3: and, and there is the idea of being present to the moment. So I guess it all, you know, there's maybe making some kind of plan, but then letting go. And uh, I, I think that's kind of how our classes seem to me is that Jennifer may have an idea or a topic, but she's always ready to open it up to what needs to show up at, in the moment. Um,
4: and that's what I like.: My, my dog is contributing here.: <laughs> Well, the, the other way, you know, the other format that we used in Oklahoma City when we were in this group for so long was that we would have we have no, no facilitator or leader. I mean, it sort of rotated it, and depending on where you were sitting, really, literally, if, it, if you were determined to be the leader for that, that, that session, then you would first pick out a passage in the, in the book and read a short passage and have a a meditation about that passage, so so the person would read the passage and they'd have a meditation which would be of the duration of however long the person decided. Some people would be very short, some people would have a longer meditation. And after the meditation was concluded, then whoever was the leader for the day would say uh, something like, uh, what miracles do you have you wanna share? So we would invite people to share their miracles and and then that might sometimes would take the whole session, you know, just whatever came, people would share and relate and so forth. And if there was as time was allowed, then we would read out of the book and, and so forth. And then close with a prayer and that, that, that was that format.
3: And it's my understanding that the miracle circles are, um, excuse my phone uh are are for the MLC one classes right
4: no the miracle circles will be for anybody we're going to have the, um, the uh what is the <laughs> My name? the mastery circles yeah that's still going to go on the way it has oh so this yeah
3: so i'm so i'm getting confused i'm like miracle circles but i'm thinking oh that's what they're being called now but this is something different
4: something different this is what some people would call an ACIM study group like Linda is doing but apparently some people don't like that name very much because uh, okay okay well
3: thank you yeah. I I
4: it's a new expansion of the ministry really.
3: I feel like maybe I'm aware of Jennifer sharing that and I have just not really got it so thanks
4: and I think this is an opportunity to open up open it up more for people that basically don't have to pay to do it because it's not going to be a pay thing this point and so that opens it up to more people and then uh, Anand talked about you know eventually having so many that people could tune in to a group 24-7 you know we have that many groups going on I, I think that's pretty far down the road but it's possible you know so if you were in a different part of the, the, of the world you know the time would be dramatically different there would be groups that would fit that time frame if you were in China or you were in I don't know where someplace to have um, um, you know who have australia you know where there's difficulty for those folks to match up with those times that there would be groups there that, that they could be in without having that time problem so yeah so lots of stuff i mean you know you think about how the ministry is expanding i mean there's lots of opportunities And I just had, it's very interesting to be sitting next to Linda, some of you may have had this thing too and here, I mean she and Angela and not so much Angela now because of the baby but they they take all these phone calls of interest from people that you know like are interested but they don't know yet or don't know where they fit in and you know, it's a fascinating to hear some of those stories how you know they're just available to talk to people you know and, and listen to them and sometimes that's quickly resolved and sometimes they may talk to them numerous times while this person is trying to decide what they want it, how, how involved they want to be so that's a wonderful service as well spiritual counselors is another aspect of that i guess that those people kind of need more more contact of stuff
1: I'm just wondering if I can um, make a shift in the conversation. Is that okay? Can I introduce something else? Yeah. Okay, thanks Rich, I got the thumbs up. Um, I just wanted to, I don't know if anybody's been <coughs> listening to the other um, calls or not, but one of the things I'm finding very helpful is these, um, when Jennifer's opening up our classes when, uh, with that brief sharing of uh, success we've had, um and she's doing it with the other levels as well as our class we've done that the last few weeks (coughs) Um, i have found it so incredibly helpful to listen to the calls um, as people come back from their breakouts and they're sharing their successes and basically how they're working with their mind um, to achieve that success and of course everyone's got a little bit of a different um, on, how, on on their situation, how they're working with it. But um, the, last, the last week I've had this um, pattern of feeling like a victim and feeling hurt uh, in a situation with some friends and feeling let down and disappointed and all of those things. And, and I realize this has such a recurring pattern in my life going back to childhood. And I feel so much that this is a pattern I truly want to heal and let go of. And I'm, and, and it's interesting when I can start, I'm getting to the point now that I can really hear that voice of, oh, Diane, you know, that was so terrible. Oh, there, you know, like just that whole victim thing going on. And, and just listening the last few weeks to how other people are working with their minds and and um, it has really helped me to be able to say, like, these thoughts are not going to help me. These thoughts are not what I want to be thinking. Um, so I really had to, like, diligently be working on this particular issue with these friends. Um, and And part of me is like, oh, I just want to dump them as friends if they're gonna treat me like this. I wanna get out of this group entirely. Like it just, and there are days when I can really laugh at it. Like I can see, oh, this is so funny, you know? And I realized that I think the reason it's coming up, recurring for me is because I, and I've looked at it as this is an opportunity to practice. And this is a wonderful opportunity to practice Um, and so it's really helped me to and I'm not through it yet I'm still it's still coming up during the day I'll find my mind in an unconscious way goes back to this situation um, where I felt kind of ignored and and uh, I didn't feel very good in this particular group of um, of uh, women and um, and and that Anyways, I just kind of wanted to share that I don't feel like I'm through it yet. But I do know that when I I feel like, if I truly want peace, and I truly want freedom in my life, which, which I do, it's my deep desire of my heart is to be at peace in all situations, including this one. And, um, and it's really interesting to see how that those ego thoughts can grip your mind. And, um, and I, I think it's just the time in masterful living and listening to these calls uh, of how other people are working with their mind um, is really helping me uh, to get through this. And I'm just wondering how, how other people are um, I don't know, I just thought because there was this lull in the conversation, maybe we could share some of our our um, successes
4: well I, I would say I, I think that's certainly uh, uh, what we're about really is to is to figure out what are our um, Patterns, what are the things that are not useful for us at all, uh, uh, and then be able to release them uh, and, and replace them with loving responses. So I'm working just, um, and I have been ever since we were on Camino to to eliminate this pattern I have of what I call disputation. It's really like uh, if and it happens with Karen, because we're together the most. If, if she says, uh, "Oh, well, we were out," and well, an example, we were. T- she was telling a story about the Camino and saying these Canadian women told us this, and I'm thinking, these are not Canadian women; these were English women, you know. But and somehow, feeling the need, it's almost like a compulsion sometimes. Say, "Oh no, that they weren't ca- Canadian women; they were English women," which had nothing to do with the the point she was trying to make in the story. But so that that is a, something that I'm trying to. And I, I relate that to the thing, the course, I'd rather be, uh, would you rather be right or be peaceful? You know, it's like, I could be right. I mean, they were English women, but that's not very peace, doesn't induce peace in me. It doesn't induce peace in her. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the story. So then trying to understand or trying to, to, to see what guidance says about that and, and to release that and uh and to understand every time that it happens it's a chance to practice kind of what you were saying and when those things come up instead of saying oh darn there's that thing you could say oh there's a chance to practice i can just oh, just be aware of that impulse or that compulsion in me and then uh, just relax into it and say i don't need that it doesn't serve me just let's go on with the story or let's go on and just let that go so that would be an example i think
3: Well, thank you diane and uh, rich uh, for me, oh my goodness certainly listening um i've been listening to uh jennifer's family forgiveness uh, oh my goodness and i really i've been I've been listening to it and doing gentle housework sort of i I would like to just sit down and take notes. It is just so full of um talking about holy relationships Uh, so certainly listening to that and my quiet times in the mornings are utterly like you know I say to myself I will be glad or happy when I don't have to give so much time to my quiet time and that I just live in the truth of who I am and I you know maybe I start off with just a a little blessing but I mean honestly I have it's so joyful I love my quiet time and it is in my quiet time that I really get insight and feel just thrilled with the joy of something coming and I go oh my gosh that's so wonderful and um So my quiet time for this time in my being seems to be uh, the utmost of importance and I will qualify it with the words quiet and silence and stillness. Those three words are sort of like my
2: path. And in everything, in in quietness
3: are all problems solved. That's a quote from the text. And I remember reading that years ago and just being so blown away and just carrying that with me. Um, so, so there's something about quiet stillness uh, and silence that is opening my heart more and more uh, to actually maybe just living naturally from that. and. Um, So
0: I'll just leave it at, I could talk more, but I will leave it at that for the moment. Thank you. I'll say something I've noticed. That people will comment, people will say something, and then I've noticed that my mind wants to fill in the gaps to interpret what they say instead of asking them for clarification. This is one thing Jennifer <laughs> used to frustrate me with Jennifer because I tell her stuff and I'm like she would she'd ask me to clarify and I'm like don't you understand me or whatever that I just noticed it in my mind and I still do it. I think where my mind wants to Fill in the gaps, fill in that not being clear about what they're saying with my own meaning, right and that's um instead of asking and, and instead of asking you know, tell me more about that, or can you speak more about that or can you elaborate or I'm not clear on that or can you rephrase it or something? That's really feels huge to me. Because the mind wants to do that all the time. Because like when I read stuff, and I read a, a sentence, and there may be a word mi- missing, right? The mind just fills it in. It just naturally fills in the gap. And I've been noticing that. In the rest of my conversations, that that's what the my, my ego stuff wants to do, and not to notice that has been—I um, don't say all of this challenging, but a lot of times I don't even notice it because the mind just I'm just I've done it for in this life who knows how many lifetimes but this is all I remember this life and even that I don't remember everything but and so I've done it for you know this wow (laughs) a long time so that's Notice that even just to notice that it's like a huge success just to notice it because I think the mind just wants to skip over it, you know.
4: Carla, we always Karen always say in our vows in the morning to identify and release all learning beliefs and blocks to love, so that de- identification that mindful awareness is the first step and then being willing to begin to release that, whether it's disputation on my part or whatever it is, be willing to release that and experience the joy that comes with being able to release anything related to fear or judgment or whatever.
0: Thank you. Does that resonate with anybody else? Does anybody else
2: notice that: Well, I think that the mind is is constantly trying to cover over our awareness. That it, the mind is, is so fearful of the awareness, which is the background, the field of living honesty. Uh, I lost it. Sorry. Um, you're saying when you read something and, and there's a word missing, uh, and the mind will fill it in. Uh, what What you? Reality, reality appear is is apparent, not apparent. Uh, okay, uh, I can, I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely
4: um, turned around here. I'll throw in, I'll throw in another, and maybe it'll come back to you. But I know the the mind works in interesting ways, for instance, perceptually or vision, vision, if, you, if I look out this window at the lake and I'll see a form, but I don't know what it is, my mind will tell me it's a duck, you know, because it looks like a duck, you know, and uh, so I'll think it's a duck, you know, and then maybe I get my field glasses out and I'll look closer and it's like, oh, that's not a duck, that's a piece of wood floating in the lake, so, but, you know, your mm-hmm. mind, takes the little cues that it has and then tries to fill it in. And and that's true. You're talking about that in terms of thoughts. Uh, But I think it's true perceptually as well. Uh, And so, and that's, and that's because, I mean, and that speaks to judgment. To me, it speaks to not making a judgment. If I make a judgment, that's a duck out there. Then I stop looking for anything but the duck, you know, (laughs) well, that's a duck. I don't have to examine it at all. So I need to say, I'm, I need to hold off on, that and be okay with the ambiguity of not knowing and waiting for guidance to come and and tell me what it really is, or even if that's important to know what it really is. So That ego mind has a tendency, as you say, I think that's very good to try to fill in in ways that aren't necessarily the guidance. If it's guidance, you'll know it's guidance. If so it says, "Oh, that's a duck," in as guidance, then you're comfortable and peaceful with that perception. So I identify
1: with that girl. Yeah, I think it's a really good point, um, Carlin. I know for for myself, looking at situations, I tend to uh, my mind tends to create this story of um, of what's going on and I'm really becoming more and more aware that it's a it's an incredibly inaccurate story that I'm making up in my mind about this situation that happened. And I really, um, I remember Jennifer telling this story about it was her birthday and she set up this phone call on her birthday. I think she was in Asia or something with, with these friends and then they couldn't make it at that time. So they had a, a call at another time and didn't realize it was her birthday. and And I remember her telling that story and not she told this story factually, but she didn't make up a story in her mind about how it, how it was relating to her. And I find I would like to be more um, neutral or factual. It's like, this is happening, but I don't need to make up a story about it. Like your example, Rich, Ooh. you see something, but you're starting to project, oh, it's a duck, or and it's still pulling something out of your past, like you saw a duck sometime. And so now you're calling this a duck. Um, And, and for me, I've had these repetitive, it kind of experiences, and I keep going back to these same stories (laughs) about the, the present. And, and it might be accurate, it might not be, I don't really care. I just know that I really don't want it to keep going on and on and on with these repetitive stories that aren't really helping me very much anymore. And um, and that's where I think the practice comes in like like hugely, the awareness and the practice, to become aware of it and then to to keep practicing with it. And the other thing that I'm kind of moving into a bit this week, having had this experience with these friends is, is gratitude is to say, Oh, thank you. Um, because this isn't really a huge thing. It's not life or death. Uh, it's not a huge financial loss. It's not really that big, but I'm making it big in my mind. Cause I keep, I keep going over it. So I'm getting it bigger and bigger, and a bigger issue, but it's not, it's a really small issue. Uh, one of those things that, that, um, it's more of an irritant that is becoming bigger in my life. And, and so I'm really moving into like all these beautiful tools that we have moving into gratitude. And, and, um, but I, I agree. It's like the mind is like, it's like an elastic band. My mind keeps wanting to go back to the story and tell myself the story over and over again about how these people are hurting me because of what they're choosing to do. <laughs> and, and, and that's the old, 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 old pattern that I just truly um, don't want, you know. And I guess with the awareness, I'm so thankful that um, at least I have the awareness and I'm not acting out in any damaging way for myself or, or other people. Um, so that's, I think, my, my success is I'm not uh, projecting anything back. Um, but it's still that, uh, that past coming up and swirling around again and making up like it's truly making up stories in my mind about, <laughs>
3: about people. Um, yeah.
0: Thank you, Diane. All I will say to
3: that is that those stories are there in every moment. <laughs> and so... Um, it seems still there's such diligence um, and uh, to keep to, to have them I'm working on mind heart congruency because I'm usually so incongruent uh, and that just has come up for me in the last a few months I guess um, hearing it and hearing it and, but finally trying to practice it and um, the thoughts uh of t- or the training of changing our minds is, uh, is still quite the task for me thank you i'm just glad to know i'm not alone
0: <laughs> you know the one thing that came up for me diane when you were speaking is how you know like say you have a sore in your mouth and you notice it and you're like your tongue keeps going back to the sore, right? The sore, the sore, the sore. <laughs> and the more you mess with it, the worse it gets, right? The more irritated it's getting because you keep whatever you're doing. So I just, uh, that's what came to me whenever you're <laughs> speaking about how, um, I don't know, I don't think I have that often, but that whenever things like that happen in my life, that, that my mind wants to go back to it and, and like the sore in your mouth, I use it as an opportunity to learn how to, not control, because that's not the word, to let go yeah, exactly. in my mind, you know. That sore, that ache in my leg, or that um, whatever it is—it's all. All it seems like it's a sore or an aching leg, but it's all. It's all just an opportunity to work with your mind. Everything—that's what everything is. It's. <sighs> Life happens so fast sometimes.
4: (laughs) You know, if you follow the passage, all things are lessons God would have us learn. And you think, okay, so I have this sore in my mouth, and I keep irritating it. Uh, I know exactly. I do that. I know exactly what that's like. So if I think, okay, uh, all things are lessons God would have me learn. The question is, what would God have me learn from this irritation in my mouth, the sore, and and not to prejudge that or you know just be open to to guidance but I mean one example might be maybe you're supposed to learn not to stir up painful things or maybe you're supposed to learn not to to pick at things you know and to release as you said to release them and just be be present to that sewer and let it just take care of itself you know or anything else it's just that they're all lessons God would have me learn so what am I supposed to learn from this you know auto accident I was in what am I supposed to learn from you know, my daughter being diagnosed with breast cancer. And, you know, those are dramatic things, but even tiny, what continually tiny things, what are we supposed to learn? And and I believe that once you learn that, they don't come back anymore. You're done with the sores in your mouth. There's no reason for them to be there anymore. And that's, and Rob, I think Diane, when you say about gratefulness, that's that's the whole bona bono prayer, really. It's like, I want to be grateful for this opportunity, you know, to, to uh, be aware and identify this learning belief and release it.
1: That was really beautifully said, Rich. Thank you so much for that. And, um, and uh, it, for me, it is, as you said, being grateful that like this isn't a huge car accident. Like, I really feel grateful to Spirit that, th- that this situation is coming up in, not in a huge way. So if I can really get this um, and learn it and let go of it, learn what I need to learn, uh, which is truly letting go of it, um, this this way of thinking, um, then then that's uh, that that would be a beautiful lesson. And I feel grateful now. Thank you, everybody, for this call. But I feel grateful now to to these friends that are. <laughs> You know, they're 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 my kind of spiritual masters because they're helping me. They're all what they what what happened is for my good. So they're truly helping me. They're there to help me, not not to hurt me, which is the way I'm perceiving it. So it's all it was all kind of this false story. So thanks to everybody there to really help me make that shift.
0: And thank you, Rich, for uh, the reminder. Because I think my tendency is to try to do it alone. Yeah, I think I have to. I have to. It's, and um, I can feel emotion coming up. So feels like to say this, so I don't, I can see I don't want to, because I know Jennifer's going to listen to this, but I, I really have, I had a tendency to get get upset over things and then go over it and over it and over it, right, and I just decided I'm just not interested in that anymore. And I noticed my mind doing that again, like on in my kitchen. I was in my kitchen. I remember it so clearly. And like, and it dawned on me, I'm trying to do it alone. I'm trying to do this alone. And so I prayed to everybody, because one of the things was I was noticing was an upset toward Jennifer. <laughs> like, what is that about? And, um, and I just decided that there is no. I mean, I've I've know I said this before, but then I for the first time I asked for support from everybody I could think of, every energy, you know, that um. There's just no upset, there's not, there's maybe I can see I don't prefer it, but the upset that goes with everything, that not with everything, with some that my mind has chosen often, I'm just not interested in any, any upset, and so Last week, last week, I was in my kitchen, and I was like, "I just stopped everything. I was cooking, I just stopped everything until I could let it go until it was I felt peaceful, because I think in in the past, I just move on with my life and go, "Oh, I don't want that." take it and just move on and don't focus on it, you know, just think like, oh, whatever, and the mind wants to forget it, it wants to help me move on, okay, that's up, so we already left, we already, it says spiritual bypass, I've already offered it up to spirits, so you're good, right, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go anywhere, I'm not doing anything until this is resolved. And it felt like a really huge turning point. And even that, I'm crying, but even that, I am so grateful, so extremely grateful. Okay, I think I'm done.
1: Carla, for sharing. Beautiful. It's a huge success.
3: Carla, I always love that through your share that's always so deep that you always come out with a smile and a chuckle in the end. So, I mean, that is just, yeah.
1: yeah. I wanted to say hi to Karen, but now she's disappeared again. Well, there
5: she is. Thank you. My one o'clock alarm went off. Today's lesson that I'm doing is now are we one with him who is our source? And so I set my alarm for every hour to just remind me of that. And phone call is so beautiful. I've been in on um, nearly all of the I can't, hear. I Can can't. Hear me? Yeah. okay I'm sorry um, where anyway I've been on the call I am really grateful to all of you this is this is a beautiful call uh, and I'm learning so much from each of your sharings thank you so very 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 much um, now I'll share um, a miracle that I had this morning Um, in preparation for Christmas, we moved our prayer carpet from the living room back to our bedroom. And um, I went to bed last night uh, with grievances. And um, I woke up this morning with grievances still hanging around. There's no surprise there. They don't just evaporate overnight. (laughs) And so I saw the carpet there, and it just reminded me what the first thing To do each morning really is meant to be for me but i didn't do it i didn't get down on the carpet and start my day there i started it i did do a little bit i i was reading jesus calling but um left unattended my grievances grew and manifested in form in a way that you know i shouldn't have done but it was a great teacher like you're all talking about, because <clears throat> when we make, when I make those mistakes, then I get to choose again, and the guidance was go back to the carpet. So I went back to the carpet and began the day all over again, preparing for the day in a completely different way, and I think that this journey that that we're on together is really a joyful one, made more joyful by the sharing that we do and the the willingness to say, wow, you know, I chose fear, but now I'm choosing love. Or, Diane, you're sharing about the repetitive stories. And I think uh, in my, my practice, what I'm growing to understand is that ego thoughts come up over and over and over again to really block my awareness of God's love. And so now I'm beginning to identify when I start retelling myself something that's not causing peace, that's not affiliated with peace in any way, shape, or form, uh, it has hurt or pain or revenge or indignation or jealousy, any of those things, then I am saying, oh, that's that divine alarm clock that Jennifer's always talked about. And I get to choose again and um, step back and let the ego step back as I choose to think thoughts with God. So my learning this morning is make sure my mind, and when I say my mind, um, you know, that word has two meanings. Uh, There's the mind of God, and then there's the ego part that thinks it's what we're thinking. When I go to bed, I want to make sure that both of my minds are aligned with God, that the ego has gone to sleep. (laughs) And what is awake all the time that my body is sleeping is the mind of God so that when I awaken, I awaken again to begin this job that we have of loving one another, accepting one another, holding hands and walking together. And um, so, you know, again, like Diane was saying, you, you get to revisit it and say, oh, thank you for this opportunity to choose again. Thank you Lawrence for coming to our home this week. Who could have imagined that we would have this first and I'm calling it the first miracle circle here in our home, but this is the next miracle circle because look who's here. You know, we're all here choosing to spend this this time together to remember what Ram said so clearly, I am the light of the world. And what each of us in our own way in our own hearts is feeling when we come together and that's supported, encouraged, enjoyed, and we're developing an intimacy that is so precious and that's miraculous for me. So, thanks.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Rand. You haven't spoken up, Rand. What's up?
4: I'm just still waking up this morning, kind of sleepy. I'm just enjoying uh, being in presence with y'all. I don't know if y'all know much about Gary Craig, the guy who invited EFT. That's the tapping technique. But one of the things he talked about was borrowing benefits. He says just being around people that are tapping, you get the effect. So in the same way, I'm not speaking up this morning, I'm getting benefits just by being here. <laughs> All barring benefits, so um, as I wake up this morning, it's a nice way to start just to listen sometime. So thank you all.
1: Great to see uh, Karen and Rich back on our call. So you you've had a busy summer and fall with your Camino, so it's nice to have you guys back.
4: Thanks. Yeah. Very
5: much so. I'd like to share another miracle. Um, While I was out before the class started, I got a phone call from my daughter, Jen, and yesterday She called in tears. I got to have the privilege of just holding space for her while she was feeling the feelings she was feeling. And yesterday I got to have a date with my son who um, I asked to come over to help us put up the Christmas tree. And uh, he accepted and, and he came over and he and Rich put out Christmas lights and then he and i went to a movie that i wanted to see with him and we went to dinner just the two of us and we came back and he got right to work on putting up the tree and when he left last night we had decorated the tree for the first time together in years and there was a time when he was not interested in decorating a tree nor was he interested in the ornaments that i had given him over his childhood and growing up years so we had all of his ornaments and through the loving atmosphere that my daughter katie and her husband jason have created for andrew he has gently been going through a, a, a process of remembering the truth of who he is and it was so delightful last night when he asked do you have my ornaments and we got to put them up on the tree with him and um you know there was really a time when he wasn't interested in them and didn't care if we got them. so I, I'm glad that we kept them nice and safe, and that we had such a nice time doing that and that last weekend um our daughter Katie and their family came over and the reality of what it means to live here now in physical proximity to our family and to be to, to continue my own healing for all the mistaken projections I have made. With anybody in our family or any circle that I'm in, I am grateful. Um, These things are manifesting beyond, And I mean, for my brother-in-law to just drop by this morning. All of this, but recognizing that I, going back to what Jennifer just talked about in that Valentine month in 2012 about the difference between holy relationships and special relationships, that while i call certain people my family um you're my family and i have a family in oklahoma and that really the one function that i want to show up the most for is to transform all of my relationships into holy relationships
1: Karen, it's so
3: beautiful, beautifully said. I mean, just thank you, Karen. Just sitting here with you all, um, I just feel like even we could sit quietly together, and I feel so at home. And so I just thank you, Karen, for putting, putting words to the, to the feelings that I'm experiencing, and I assume that we're all experiencing. Thank you.
4: Yeah, when we were finished last night, Andrew, our son, and Karen was saying something like that, and he said "Hoomatakwiyasin," <laughs> and "Hoomatakwiyasin" is an old Indian word for in all my relations. And when we were we were in this Native American part of our life uh, when he was a boy, and we did a lot of sweat lodges and all kinds of things like that, and he remembered that "Hoomatakwiyasin," which is mm-hmm. passed seven generations or all my generations across time, so. I was touched that <laughs> he remembered that word and used it contextually correctly, so I oh, hope
0: awesome.
3: How perfect. Oh my gosh. Mm.
0: we kind of over time, but I just really wanted an interest is what something you said, Karen. Because, <sighs> because. I don't think I have any idea what a whole relationship is like. I have no idea. And so, I, I think what it feels to me like is I'm trying to figure it out. And I think even that, I have to let it go. Let's, I don't know what, just be interested in it. And, um, and I, I don't know. It seems like I, I see, it. I know it's all a blessing and, and I don't know what the learning is from it Then my family is not very happy with me and isn't interested in talking to me. And I don't know if even that's true. But that's, but my sister doesn't take my calls when I call, she always goes to voicemail. And so, and that's the story I tell myself. So. I'm getting to the so, it doesn't uh, whether I what it what is the holy relationship? Isn't that just accepting each other, whatever we choose, and allowing our each path? And that's maybe maybe that's what's happening with my family Is we're just allowing each other to be different, you know, and in our I don't know. So in one bring up so my business partner David is has really shifted. He's actually gonna do MLC one next year. <laughs> if I ever can figure it out. Anyhow yeah. and but yeah next year. So he's coming up next next week. And he told me he was coming up. And I said, you know, when should I come up? I'm like, pray on it. And what I didn't say is pray on it and let's talk about it or whatever. And so he prayed on it and he made this ticket. He, He chose the time to come. And I'm like, and I got really not, I did get upset. I could feel it, but it felt different. But I don't know. I don't know, it felt to me at the time like, shouldn't I just accept what he chose? But yet, my mind goes, I kind of would like, what if he chose to come at a time I'm busy? But he prayed on it, so should I let that go? So ultimately I told him, I said, you know, if you're coming to visit me, it would be nice to know when that time you chose so I'm not busy with like a master circle or a freedom circle yet so what am I doing am I not trusting his guidance or am I trying to make it I don't know I really don't know what anything is for and so I told him that and I got upset because seems like the pattern of our relationship is that's what continually happens. He makes decisions, and with what I'm in part of, never really consults me in the choice and I accept that that that's but i'm not now he wants to collaborate on a website, and i'm not I'm not willing to do that and have this pattern continue. And it's not a collaboration. And so I got upset with him, and I told him I, I, I told him straight out, "I'm not willing to do this and continue this sort of relationship." And everything worked out. <laughs> somehow.. It's, I, don't know how. I felt like I wasn't a holy relationship. I, so I don't know what they are. I don't even really know what, I just try to be authentic to me. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the holy relationship. I don't know. But, and he he came back to me and he said, right, Carla, I've been making decisions for a long time, you know, and we need to do it together with and really, it's with everybody, because if, if we're trying to be helpful to the world, have got to kind of feel the oneness, too. What's, what's helpful to one is helpful to all, but I don't know how to do that. So is that part of the whole of relationship? Guys, I don't want to be
3: rude,
0: but I have a call, and I'm, I'm feeling like I'm late. Carl, please forgive me. Maybe I can let that go. Maybe we can talk or something. But well, I can just slip away. Um, no, no, I, I think that's very appropriate because I, I started this whole thing knowing we're over time, and I think it'd be wise to pray out, so we're all included. I'm
4: just guided. I'm just guided before we pray out to say, if I could remember the quote, I have to ask him if that quote, what could I not accept if I knew only that it was planned by one
5: whose only interest is my good.
4: So that's what I'm guided to say to you about that. There is a section in the Course in Miracles about the Holy relationship
5: versus the special relationship. it's uh, you know when when we're ready to learn the message always gets clear so you just ask for that opportunity to clear your mind robin do you want to pray us out
3: well i prayed us in i could someone else pray us out
4: okay i'll do it thank you rich your god your holy spirit we are so extremely grateful with this opportunity to be with our brothers and sisters, and they're all one, so there are just different aspects of the one self, which is connected with God. We thank for for sharing the openness, the transparency, the willingness to ask for help and willingness to give it. I'm grateful for each and every one of these people, and for all those people in Masterful Living and others that extend out around the world, because we're all like waves in the ocean, we're all connected. And we know that there is safety in that connection. We're not just a way bouncing around by ourselves, looking at all the other ways. We are connected in a most positive, loving way. We ask you to have your blessings on this week as we go out and, and towards the weekend and we interact with the people. And as Aaron always says, we signed up to work for God in to let us be the best and loving workers. In this with grace and gratitude, we let it be.
0: So, as we say, thank you. Um, I just want to say, Robin, it's actually very perfect. I realized that you said that because this is exactly what I need to do is to let, let go and let go. Of so, and I was the one thing that figured out, so, and bring it up and, and hash it out. And so, I see, I feel it now. That you're bringing up, they need to go, and we end this. So don't feel feel oh, it's all perfect. It's all perfect. <laughs> she
4: knows it. Thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you, everybody. Bye,
4: Bye, everybody.
1: Blessings. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.